This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Thursday, July 29. In Squiz Kids Today, Aussie Gold Rush rolls on. The world's biggest sapphire. Searching for aliens. And Pokemon, the TV series. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. 67 minutes was all it took yesterday for Australian athletes to win five Olympic medals, including another three glorious gold. It was all about our rowers yesterday, as the men's and women's coxless fours both stormed home in their respective events to win gold. What in the wide, wide world of sports is a coxless four? It's four people rowing in a boat without a cox. In rowing, a cox is a person who sits at the end of the boat shouting instructions to help the rowers keep time and pace. First yesterday, it was the Aussie women rowers who edged out the Netherlands to claim the gold medal. Then it was the turn of our men's team who took an early lead in their race and kept Italy and Great Britain at bay to cross the line first. Attention then swung back to the swimming pool, where Ariana Titmus claimed her second gold medal of the Games, once again beating America's Katie Ledecky in the 200-metre finals. And then before anybody at home had time to catch their breath, the Aussie men's 4x200-metre relay team turned in a strong swim to claim a bronze medal. Here's a fun fact. All of the medals we've won so far at these Olympics have been either in the water or on the water. Perhaps not surprising for an island nation, a country that's girt by sea. And yes, that's a deliberate reference to the Aussie anthem, because seriously, where else would you ever use that word? Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Sri Lanka, the island nation of India, where the world's biggest sapphire has been found, by accident, in someone's backyard. A sapphire is a precious gemstone, and they're often found in clusters. This one is a whopper. Weighing in at 510 kilograms, it's said to be worth $100 million. It was found in the backyard of a man living in the city of Ratnapura, which, happily enough, means city of gems in the local language. The massive gemstone was stumbled upon by men who were digging a well, which is a hole that is dug to access water. Dig for water, find a sapphire. Sounds like a win-win to me. Sri Lanka earned about half a billion dollars exporting gems last year. Even so, it took about a year to clean and value the massive sapphire cluster. And get this, it's one very old rock. Experts say the Serendipity Sapphire, as it's been called, is about 400 million years old. Serendipity is a word that means finding good fortune when you're not expecting it, which pretty much sums up the whole stumbling upon a massive sapphire in your backyard scenario. There's a link to photos of the Mega Sapphire in today's episode notes. Animal Kingdom 
Hold on to your hats, Pokemon fans. There's talk in TV land that a live-action Pokemon series may be in the works. According to reports yesterday, the big streaming company Netflix has been having a chinwag with Nintendo, the company that makes Pokemon. And the discussion has been all about bringing Pikachu and his friends to a small screen near you. What's a small screen? That's another way of describing a television. The cinema, you see, is the big screen, and the TV is often referred to as the small screen. Though I'm not sure what that makes the phone and iPad screens. But anyway, there's no news yet on when the Pokemon TV series might be released, but it's thought that with Netflix recently announcing it's going to be offering mobile games very soon, the Pokemon and Nintendo collaboration would be a no-brainer. Based out. You've seen the movie Megamind, right? Or maybe Monsters vs. Aliens? Stranger Things? Or maybe you've sat with your parents and watched the movie E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Then you'd know that for as long as humans have walked the Earth, we've looked up into the night sky and wondered if there are other life forms out there. Well, a bunch of scientists in the United States are planning to redouble their efforts to find out once and for all. They've launched a new research project that will look for evidence of alien technology. And one of the things they're focusing on is a strange shaped rock that entered our solar system four years ago called Oumuamua, which is a Hawaiian word meaning new visitor. The asteroid came from a different galaxy, and it's shaped like no other asteroid we've ever seen and behaves like no other asteroid we've ever seen, including accelerating through space at odd intervals. Could it be evidence of alien technology? A sort of spaceship, even? There's a link in today's episode notes to a cool video explainer of Oumuamua. How spooky. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Australia won two gold medals in the Coxless Fours event yesterday. What sport does this event belong to? That's right, it's rowing. Question number two. What sort of enormous, precious gemstone was found in a Sri Lankan backyard? Yeah, it was a sapphire. Question number three. Which popular online game might be being made into a TV series? That's right, it's Pokemon. Shout outs. It's July 29, International Tiger Day. Roar! A day dedicated to those most beautiful big cats and efforts that are being undertaken by conservationists to save them from extinction. Check out the link in today's episode notes. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Jeremy from Ashmont, Haley from Cannon Hill, Tom from Mansfield, Brady from Croydon Park, Sophie from Ashbury, Jared from Balgownie, Archie from Figtree and Max from Western Australia. And belated birthday shout-outs today go to Xanthi from Kensington, Marley from Preston, Sebastian from Jindalee, Caitlin from Perth and twins Farid and Fuad from Ashmont. 
Plus, because our friends in Greater Sydney are in lockdown at the moment, we're sending out home learning herograms. Starting with Mrs Carpick, Miss Swain and Ms Nasser, who want to send a herogram to the Grade 3 students from St Christopher's Catholic Primary School in Holsworthy. They're incredibly proud of their students and their positive attitudes during a really hard time. There's another herogram here for Ms Laray of Class 6L at Lakes Grammar School for helping the kids get through homeschooling. And Matilda in 3M at Marrickville Public School wants to send a herogram to Ms Kai and all the students doing online class collaborations which are keeping each other happy during the Greater Sydney lockdown. And not forgetting a few classroom shout-outs to those of you not in lockdown. Miss Dunlop and Miss McKendry's 3-4 class at Hinton Public School. Mrs Hicks and the 5-6 Dragonfly class of Corowa South Public School. Miss Rees's Year 3-4 class from St Patrick's Primary School in Bega. And lastly, Miss Barker's Year 4 class at St Bridget's Primary School in Coonamble. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, or you'd like to send a home learning herogram to your class or your kids, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squeeze Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.